a little bit of a different setup here. I'm a little more comfortable on this nice beanbag chair. But the topic of this video is going to be all about balance and balance specifically when it comes to recovering with something like chronic fatigue syndrome or a hypersensitive nervous system disorder, as I like to call it. When it comes to recovery, you know, a lot of times we can become very, very rigid. And I see it a lot in the messages I get on Instagram and YouTube. People message me all the time. What should I do here? What should I do if this comes up? What should I do then? And, you know, it'll be the same people ask me a lot of the same questions. And I could just tell right off the bat, they're overthinking almost everything and overanalyzing. And it makes a lot of sense because to even end up in a situation like this, most people are overachievers, are overthinkers, are perfectionists. So that's their natural tendency. So when you add this whole health issue into the mix, the, the issues only amplify those personality traits. And it makes people want to take that same perfectionist, analytical, you know, overthinking approach to this. But the thing is, you can't really think your way out of this. You can't do the things that put you into this illness to get you out of this illness, if that makes sense. So I want to take you guys back to when I was sick, right? And I want to relate a story as I like to do in all my other videos of why that didn't work for me, why sticking to one rigid structure was actually more detrimental than beneficial in my recovery. Now, structure is very important. It is very important in recovery. I'm not going to deny that to a certain degree. It's when we get too nitpicky in all of the things we're trying to do when we're trying to you know, eat all the right food. We're trying to wake up at a certain time every single day where we believe that we have to go to sleep before a certain time where we have to do this and have to do that and have to meditate this much. You know, it gets overwhelming, right? And it becomes almost, it really becomes a full-time job. And in a sense, recovery is a full-time job because you, you do have to make it a priority. Approaching it this way is like making it a priority on steroids. It's way too much. And it's, it is overwhelming for the body. Overwhelming, not just mentally and emotionally, but as we know with this illness, that actually spills over into physical symptoms when we stress ourselves out and we get pretty worked up. Sometimes as well, as you're learning all this new information like adjustment periods, progress cycles, uh, the brain retraining guide for chronic pain, you can get to a place where you're almost, you know, putting a magnifying glass too much on symptoms and paying too close attention and you know trying to catch every symptom so you can try to retrain it well the idea is that you want to retrain things like headaches or, or chronic pain if you do have chronic pain you want to retrain those things when they get to the point of being annoying right when they actually bother you when they're very uncomfortable if they're like a one or a two or three and they're, they're not really making a difference with anything you don't have to focus all that energy on it and the reality is depending on where you're at in your recovery you will have very small windows, if any, of times where you're feeling no symptoms or no fatigue. You're always gonna have something going on. And if that's not you, if you do have windows where you're feeling great, then that's awesome. That means at this stage, you're probably like a mild case. You're not severe, you're not extreme, you're not moderate, you know, you're more mild, which is a good thing, right? So don't think that, oh, this information isn't ringing a bell with me, so, you know, maybe I have something else. No, don't think that. If it doesn't apply to you, and doesn't apply to you, you know, let's just keep it as simple as that. A lot of people, including myself, when we learn about everything that's going on, we're definitely more hyper aware, right? Because we understand like all the different kinds of symptoms. We can actually put a label on it versus maybe when we first got this, you know, it's just a, a big mess of symptoms. It's a very muddy 
it's just like someone threw a bunch of different paint on the wall and it just looks like mud on the wall, right? Versus the more you have this and the more you like look into this, you'll actually put labels on everything that you're feeling, the heart palpitations, the shortness of breath, the anxiety, the fatigue, the heaviness in your legs, the burning sensations that move all over your body, the migraines, tension headaches, the tinnitus, the, you know, all of that stuff, right? The list could go on and on and on. But the fact that you can even label it off like that, it's like, it's like you're going through a mental checklist throughout the day. It's like, okay, do I have that? I have that. Okay, I definitely have that, that, that. And then you start to ask yourself, okay, what did I do wrong? What could I have done better? What's the right thing to do? Which is okay from time to time, right? But you don't want to constantly be asking yourself that every single day, which a lot of people get stuck on. You know, a lot of people get stuck in that state of always trying to do what is the right thing. And in reality, there is no right and wrong thing when it comes to recovery. There's always going to be this gray area. There are more optimal things and there's less optimal things, but there's no exact right thing you should be doing and that you absolutely shouldn't do this thing over here. No, you could do it. It just might trigger some symptoms. It might not be optimal, but there is no black and white. And that's what I want you guys to understand and take away from this video is that there is no black and white. And, you know, even though I share my story with you guys, I'm very transparent. I share the struggles, the things that worked for me, the things that didn't work for me, all the things I tried, how long I tried it for, you know, I try to be as transparent as possible. But at the end of the day, what worked for me won't exactly work for you because your situation is different from mine. You know, we all have a different set of symptoms. You know, a lot of them cross over with each other, different causes of what got us here. And again, a lot of them cross over. But, you know, what I found is that especially in Recovery Jumpstart, the people who join, they have very similar symptoms that overlap quite a bit. But no one is exactly the same. And no one approach is the perfect one for all of them. There's always going to be some individual aspect to their approach and, and how they approach recovery. However, they can take a lot of the principles, right, and the frameworks that I teach and apply to their recovery. For example, when you understand adjustment periods and understand that when you do increase activity, you are going to feel a lot of symptoms flare up depending on how much you go outside your comfort zone, depending on how much you stimulate your body, that increases the intensity and even the quantity and duration of symptoms. When you are able to fully wrap your head around that and be fully confident, even when you're in adjustment periods that, okay, well, I'm going to come back around and the symptoms are eventually going to go away, whether it be two or three days from now or two or three weeks, they will be gone. When you can understand it from that perspective, you're no longer going to go throughout your day as if you're walking on eggshells thinking to yourself, oh, I can't do that. I have to avoid this. And, you know, even if you do something, let's say something out of your control, like you have to go to a doctor's appointment or you have to go to some family event, you know, for whatever reason, anything can happen, right? If those things come up, you don't automatically panic and, and think to yourself, oh, this wasn't part of my plan. This wasn't part of my routine. This is going to completely throw a wrench in my recovery. No, right? Because... The truth is things come up and we can only plan so much for anything in life or in recovery. And that's something that I learned is that there are certain things that are out of our control that if we stress about it and we try to control them, it, it really only stresses us out. And there's no benefit to trying to hope and wish and pray for something to turn out that we literally do not have control over. And, and this 
these are like external factors, right? So the best thing we can do is kind of adapt to these situations and have that flexibility, especially in recovery. So here's an example, you know, let's say each day you make it your goal to just get out of the house and maybe walk down the street and back, right? Some people, they can't even do that. Maybe your goal is to just get outside the house, open the front door, walk outside and take a bunch of deep breaths. Maybe it's to get out of the room and, and you know, stay in your living room throughout the day. Whatever it is, you know, you'll have this mental goal in your mind every day. It's like, okay, I just need to slowly increase activity. I'm going to do that. But something comes up. Let's say something happens in the family or you have to go out for whatever reason or you have some emergency dentist appointment or whatever, right? That will take a lot of energy. So now in order to adapt to that situation, well, for the next two, three, four, maybe even five days, we're going to pull back the activity and take it really easy, right? So you see how we kind of balance it there. We don't go, oh, shoot, you know, this thing is going to totally throw me off track. I'm going to feel brutal for the next few days. This was the wrong thing to do. I'm so screwed. Like you definitely don't want to think that. And it's very common for people to kind of panic when unforeseen circumstances pop up, especially during recovery, because it forces them to go outside, you know, their training zone or their baseline or whatever they're used to doing. So we just need to have a flexible approach and not be so rigid and structured because that is actually what's going to keep us stuck, right? When we're too structured, we build this invisible cage around us to the point where anytime we try to do something outside that, it's like sending messages to our brain like, oh, no, we definitely shouldn't have done that. The, the brain perceives that as danger. It perceives it as you exposing yourself to threats because inside your mind you have that invisible cage around you all the time that if you venture outside of that your brain will kind of not punish you but it will trigger more limiters to to be placed on your body which limiters that are placed on your body come in the form of fatigue and pain and a host of other symptoms so i just wanted to break that down you know if, if you're stressing a lot about the quote-unquote right things in recovery and trying to avoid all the mistakes, right? Just understand that recovery is like a fluid concept. The times where I was making the most progress in my recovery were the times when I was the most flexible and just focusing on the now being really grateful for, you know, just being able to get into a wheelchair and being able to walk around in a, in a walker and even just standing on my own two feet again, walking around. I wasn't focused on oh, by next week, I got to be doing this. Oh, I got to make sure I avoid this and this. No, I just understood like, okay, I can probably do those things. I'm going to feel brutal, but it's not going to kill me, right? So you just have to kind of look at it from that perspective of doing things that are more optimal and staying away from things that are the least optimal or, you know, could be detrimental, right? But there are no absolutes. I think people always stay in this. It's either good or bad. And there's no in-between, right? They'd only see the two different options when really it's a range of things. There's like the most optimal over here, the most detrimental over here, and then it ranges in between there. So like the different activities, it's either closer to optimal or closer to detrimental, but it's not one-sided yes or no. Think of it as a scale that adjusts, right? But it goes from the like ideal things and optimal to detrimental, but there is no black and white, 
right? That's just something to think about, especially if you're stressing a lot about recovery. I just wanted to share kind of my experience with it and especially what I see in a lot of people who reach out to me for help. It's always better to just have a flexible approach and be able to adapt because once you master this, once you master being able to adapt to situations and being able to let go of factors that you cannot control, not only does this help you recover and get to the other side of this illness, but you bring that trait and it's, it's a skill onto other areas of life. So this is how I'm able to, you know, run my video production business as well as run this channel and make sure there's content posted all the time on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and that I'm replying. There's so many moving parts to all of this, but it's changing every single week. Maybe I have to adjust something in the Recovery Jumpstart program. Maybe there's issues we run up to that, you know, people are facing, which tells me that, okay, I need to focus on doing this a lot more and addressing these things. So even for me, I'm constantly using the things that I learned throughout my recovery. And one of the main things was being able to adapt and not be so rigid and structured in my approach to things. Being able to adapt is one of the keys that's going to help you get out of this recovery, but also help improve other areas of your life after this illness. But first, we got to get you better. So I hope that helps. Obviously, something like this is easier said than done. You know, it doesn't happen overnight as well. Even me, sometimes I find myself overanalyzing and being like, oh, I should have done this, should have done that. But I'm able to move on a lot faster. So if you feel like you needed some help with this or needed you know, a little bit more direction and support in your recovery, then you can definitely apply to our Recovery Jumpstart program and we can see if you're a good fit. There have been a lot of people making lots of progress, um, lots of mind shifts, lots of wins. I'm really proud of the people in it because recovering from something like this, it's one of the hardest things to do, right? One of the hardest things. And it's not something you learn in school. You don't learn this in a textbook. You learn this by actually doing it. And so I'm so proud of the people in the program. And you know, if you're someone who needs extra help, uh, just know I'm here for you. You can apply. The link is in the description below. But if you enjoyed this video, if you got some value out of it, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and comment down below what other topics you want me to cover. I'm going to be filming a lot of content in the upcoming weeks. But other than that, I will see you in the next video.